This podcast is brought to you by A Hotel Life, an award-winning travel website and community founded by Ben Pundell. This episode features Josh Wyatt, CEO, Newhouse. To wrap up the week in uh, in wonderful form, we welcome Josh Wyatt, the CEO of Neuer House. Josh, thank you so much for joining us. It's such a pleasure. It's a, it's a real honor. Where are you today? So I'm in I'm in London, in uh, actually quite sunny Chelsea. So let's get cracking, Josh, because Neuer House opened in 2013 to a flurry of excitement, and, and people weren't we weren't sure why. Was it a co-working space, a members club, a restaurant, a bar, an event space? So, so why don't you tell us your what is Neuer House? Well, I think I think it's all of those things, but wrapped most importantly in a sense of community and a sense of soul. And I think back in 2013, when it when it first opened, people had this desire to try to come into one space and have many different things happening all at once. So. As you mentioned, there was work moments, there were moments of art, moments of fashion, moments of music, all wrapped within this construct of this beautifully designed space, but most importantly, with amazing, interesting, provocative people. And, and I think that spirit from when Neuhaus opened in 2013 lives and thrives today in, in April of 2020. I mean, despite what's going on, um, you know, a lot of our members and, and our community have moved online while we deal with this and just seeing the outpouring of love and support and, and ideas. There's just these crazy ideas that are happening. So that, that collision, that creative collision that was happening back in 2013 has evolved over the last seven, eight years at Neuhaus into this moment where the, the, the people that have come together previously physically just four weeks ago and now online they, they have this innate desire to share and this innate desire to be a part of something that is interesting, that is warm, and that is something that just creates ideas and, and creates momentum within people's lives. And I think you hit the nail on the head. It's the, the Neuer House creative community is unlike anything I've seen anywhere. It's really uh, uh, very, very special. We're obviously living in some very unprecedented times. Uh, the travel industry, hospitality, hotels, bars, restaurants, clubs, movie theaters, uh, social mem- members clubs. We're, we're all on hold uh, and we don't know how long for and we don't know uh, what the future looks like. But we do know there is going to be a future. So what lessons do you think we can learn from this and how do you think things are going to change? Well, first, you know, before I answer that question, I, I, I would like to give a personal um, vote uh, of support and, and a, a message to all of those industries that you just mentioned, all those industries which you and I have probably collectively combined close to, I hate to admit it, 50 years of experience between the two of us. These are all of our friends. And I think before we, we talk about uh, you know, what does the industry look like and where are we going, what's happening? You know, I think just on a very personal level, uh, the, the level of impact of all of our friends, the people that we've worked with, the people that we've done business with, the people that we've partied with, the people that we've shared ideas with, the people that we've had relationships with, all, all of these things 
are, are now within four weeks or on pause. And we cannot discount the level of incredible uh, distress that that causes within all of our lives. It's not, it's not just, it's, forget about the money for a moment. It's just the emotional distress of seeing our friends and our people, um, our tribe, if you will, um, go into this deep level of distress. So before, before we talk about what's happening and where we go, I, I just want to give a personal uh, shout out to everyone out there who's listening or, or watching. Uh, it, it's been by far the, the most devastating, sad, you know, four weeks of my professional and personal life to see this happen. Um, I do think, I do think the travel industry, the hospitality industry, the restaurant industry, and and extrapolating out into the creative community, the art the community, the fashion community, the design community. There's one thing that that binds all of those different pockets of people together, and it's the sense of creativity. Yes. And that sense of creativity will absolutely answer the questions that are going to be asked when we all emerge from our houses in the next, hopefully, four weeks, eight weeks, whenever it is. Those who are creative, and by creative, I don't mean the art, the act of, of making something creative, but the, the act of being creative in your mind and knowing how to pivot and evolve, is, is not going to be a question of whether or not you're successful. I think it's a question of whether or not you survive. I, I think people that are sitting there listening to this uh, or, or going through this thinking that life will be the same uh, are, are going to be in for a very rude awakening. I think you have to use your creative juices to think about how the world is going to change. And I've, I've already done several calls with some of my current or former collaborators in the restaurant and the hotel space to start to think about what does that look like? And, and I do think, you know, I think we've all probably seen uh, in, in the news or, or on Instagram, you know, people put up these, uh, these images of all the great inventions that were created during other huge times of pandemic distress. So whether it was the 1918 influenza or the, the Black Plague or some of these periods where society was on lockdown, some of the greatest inventions in all of mankind were created then. I mean. The, the printing press was created during the during the plague, right? Just now, as we're now moving from these times of, of previous, some of the analog moments to this digital moment. Now, I, I do, I'm an analog person. I mean, I actually, I mean, it's the first time that I've ever done IG Live. I'm trying to adapt and evolve. I, I think the evolution in the space of, of hospitality, of travel, um, I think is, is going to take really two, two meaningful directions. One is, how do you actually deliver moments and experiences in this new post-virus world? Mm -hmm. and, and, and then secondly, how is design, and that's an operational issue, that's a marketing issue. Um, and then secondly, design. So how does design change um, going forward? So is it more space between how people sit? Is it more space between how people sleep? The evolution and, and adoption of how people spend their time and how people, again, sort of make their decision to be a part of a company and, and give their wallet or give their support to that company, I think is, is going to be, again, the leaders and, and the companies who understand that, I think will win, right? Or they'll survive. And, and looking at how interaction works between ideas and the organizations that are already going online to figure that out. So if you look at the pivot of various art uh, foundations and museums, if you look at how uh, certain design companies are trying to pivot to, to communicate out what they're trying to do, the same thing has to happen in nightlife and hospitality and travel and, 
and our industry, which at, at its core, our industry is about physically connecting people and then wrapping ideas around them within a space. Mm -hmm. So how we think about doing that going forward in terms of how does our programming work? So our head of programming, Meredith Rogers, who's an amazing individual, just really, I mean, world-class leader for our company in cultural programming, how she is going to think about what our programming looks like absolutely will evolve once we come back online, you know, hopefully, you know, May, June, whenever, whenever that may be. Um, I also think we all have to think as, as individuals, whether you own your own business or, or you're running a business, we have to think about how people will feel when they interact within a space. It's, it's going to be 100% different in terms of how people think about that interaction. And again, I think we can figure it out through a combination of design and operations and, and education. But, I, you know, I, I personally am scared. I mean, I'll be very honest. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I can be very introverted, but I'm very extroverted. Like, I love hugging people. I love going to great bars, great restaurants, great nightclubs, great hotels. You know, I, I'm in love with the hotel industry. I'm in love with the members industry. And, and figuring out how to still evoke that genuine emotion with with members or with customers i think will be the greatest challenge um of any of any brand or or, or of any property i, I mean how, how do we balance that out because people you can already see how people interact on the street you know you, you do so in, in london you're allowed one workout per day that's like boris johnson's mandated thing people work out but they walk you know 10 20 feet away when they see another human being they'll cross the street and so people now are trading themselves to be scared of other people, right? And because of the virus, like I get that, I 100%, you know, I absolutely understand both the the uh, obligation we all have to stay away from, from everyone else, but it's going to be a learned pattern over the next four <laughs> weeks. So when we all come back from this, as in the, you know, the hospitality space, like how do we think about what that first interaction is when someone walks into a space, right? And this, it's not just for hospitality, it's everything, it's retail, it's movie theaters, it's yeah. entertainment, it's concerts, it's festivals. So, you know, the, the, this, this sense of figuring out how to make people feel safe from a health perspective and from an emotional perspective, I think is our, our great challenge, uh, you know, as, as entrepreneurs and, and leaders. I think you're absolutely right. How to make people feel comfortable in your space, certainly in hospitality, you know, and that, that goes with how do you greet them? How do you, you know, service a, a room if you're a hotel? How do, you, how do you speak to them? How do you make people feel comfortable? What are you offering? I think that we're going to see a lot of kind of comfort food menus and, and, and menus that are, that are good for oneself and good for the environment. And you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's the little kick that, that, that we all needed to take better care of ourselves and each, of, of each other and, and of the earth. That's a great sort of, you know, pivot in our discussion, which is now, now let's actually focus on some of the more idealistic and achievable, attainable things that I think comes out of this. So this virus is by, by, by every measure, I think the greatest um, societal and economic uh, dislocation and disaster, certainly in the last 100 years, maybe going on in the last 400 years. However, there is a silver lining, which is that every day I wake up now in London and I don't hear planes, right? And I don't hear cars and the sky is clear. And the massive consumption that we've all, no, no matter what your political leading is, no matter how altruistic you are, 
And, you know, I'm, I'm doing this talk with you today. And, you know, for those of you listening, I mean, Ben, ben is a absolute leader and visionary in the space of sustainability. But no matter how, how much we want to have been sustainable, right, the, the, the big corporate movements would just stop us from doing that, right? But now people, I think 12 weeks into this, let's say in May or June, I think people are going to learn to live with less. You, you just, we just don't need to consume as much as we are consuming. And this is a good wake up call. We can still be happy with basic things, basic interactions with Absolutely. people, you know, just listening to records or music as opposed to, you know, consuming everything you can. Right. So I, I think it's interesting and without, without being too controversial, you're, you're already seeing the seismic shift in what matters and what doesn't matter. So whether it's the cult of celebrity, which is starting to sort of die out a little bit. So much right? yes. And, and people are focusing more on on actual ideas that matter, looking at how sustainability works. Like, though, and now let's go to food. So, you know, we have at Neuhaus in Hollywood, we had just hired um, Chef Ann Thornton, who's oh, a leader. She's amazing. She's, amazing. And she's a leader in, in sustainability and plant-based. She cooks other proteins, but plant-based diets. In addition, in West Hollywood, you have uh, Chef John Frazier. You know, these are leaders in their space. And I think, you know, whether it's them or someone like Dan Kluger, you know, looking at how these chefs really prepare and cook food going forward, you know, I, I think they will they will come from, you'll go from those individuals who are sort of stand out as, you know, big celebrity chefs or, or, you know, big names. Maybe that permeates the entire industry. Wouldn't that be amazing if, you know, it's not just for people that are going to an amazing high-end boutique lifestyle hotel or a great member private members club right let's do it for the whole world and and i think that could fundamentally change how we look at uh we look at cuisine and, and that would obviously completely fundamentally change the supply chain uh for for food which hopefully would uh increase our sustainable measures we've never experienced a time where we've had such a forced awakening and i think that's what it is because this has got nothing to do with money or social standing or, or it's everybody, it's a forced awakening. We have to consider where we travel, how we travel, what we eat, how we eat. Uh, and I think that's something good that could come out of this. Now, obviously we have a long way to go. I think we as a business, you as a business leader, uh, you know, anyone that has a, has, a, has a platform or a voice, you know, we have to be real champions of, of all the good things moving forward. I just think the, the, the sense of conscious capitalism, at least certainly, right. you know, in, in society right. we live in, you know, the, this, this, it's no longer a buzzword. I, I think we absolutely are forced to do it, which is good. We needed a forcing mechanism. So no one, no one seemed to really truly be listening to the global warming alarm. And I think Mother Earth has w woken up and said, all right, guys, you're clearly ignoring everything that I'm trying to tell you. So let's just put it, let's, let's turn this up to 11 and really force everyone to really look inwards. And now we're all trapped in our homes and it, you know, yeah, we all have our dark days, but I don't, you know, I hate to say it, but this is a good wake up call in some ways. It's obviously a complete total disaster in terms of the loss of human life. Uh, and, and by no means do I mean to discount that, but I, I think that the, the, the one good thing from this is, it's a, it's a forced reckoning, as you mentioned, or awakening where we, we have to do it now. And, and that, that hopefully right. is fast change, which is good. So Josh, let's move on a little. Neuer House just opened a beautiful new venue in downtown LA. 
and Venice Beach and Miami are soon to open. Is, is that right? I mean, this could not be a, a worse time for you. I mean, how, how do you get your head around that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it like literally is the worst time, you know, and there's others, uh, there's others in, in my position as well, other brands, you know, or, or other companies who've just opened, you know, uh, an incredible flagship property. Um, so again, you know, my heart goes out to all these people. There's massive jobs lost um, or, or put on hold. Um, you know, how do we deal with it? We just opened uh, the Bradbury building in downtown LA, which is this iconic, amazing structure. Um, probably one of the most beautiful buildings in the United States. Um, we, uh, we have a huge number of initiatives that we just announced literally at the end of February, which by the way, we debated whether or not to announce them going into the virus. Mm-hmm. And I sort of took a view uh, that we wanted to do it. We wanted to announce it because we felt we had to get it out there um, so that it could give hope to people in, in our company. Uh, frankly, I announced it really for the employees because I wanted the employees to see that we're growing uh, and, and whether we, you know, we certainly will be delayed in, in opening Venice Beach and, uh, and Miami, but we will get it open. Whether, whether it happens end of 2020 or it slips into 2021, um, we are committed to doing that. And, and I'm committed to doing it, frankly, for the employees. Like I, I think my moral obligation right now um, is to really two groups of people. It's my employees, my members. Um, if I can provide jobs for people over the next two years, and if I can provide a safe place and an intellectually safe and interesting warm place for people to convene and meet, um, then I'll walk away very, very happy with, with our experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, launching a flagship property in the middle of this is, it's heartbreaking. I mean, we, we had huge momentum, uh, in February, we were VIP partners with, um, freeze LA, which was in the second year, incredible week, um, with, uh, with incredible, interesting people, dynamic artists and, and, uh, and designers all flowing through Neuhaus. Uh, we were ready to do the big, you know, big launch. Uh, we were technically open at Bradbury, but the big launch in, in March and April, uh, you know, and that's all put on hold. And, and again, my, my biggest sadness is just the, the, the inability for us to show and support our member community and our collaboration programming community. I mean, all, you know, we, we employ either directly or indirectly, hundreds of artists and creatives uh, and, and people in the hospitality business. And putting that on hold, um, to me, is just it's totally heartbreaking. Somebody asked an interesting question. How, do, how must brands adapt to, uh, to their, their relationship with the media, do you think? It's almost like being a great uh, musician or athlete or actor. You know, some are just gifted. I think with the ability um, to, to be great at something and just like some companies or some brands uh, have the, in, the innate foundational culture to be able to deal with what will change in the future vis-a-vis the virus and including media. So some people have always had a genuine voice with the media. They've always just really laid out what they stand for, why they stand for it, what they're doing, why they're doing it. And they mean what they say. It's, it's very little spin. I think, and I, I really, that's how I've led Neuhaus, and, and that's what we've always been about. So I think we'll, we'll do well in this new landscape with the media. Um, I think if you have a, a disingenuous or, or not uh, completely uh, authentic brand or voice, I think you'll really suffer post-virus. I think we're going into, this virus has stripped everyone back to core fundamentals and, you know, and, and core authentic fundamentals. And so if you're authentic with the media, I think you'll be rewarded with, you know, 
support. And and right now, I think we're all looking to to support people. So if you can give the media a reason to support um, the brand and and our members, I think we'll we'll do okay. The media is go is going to be very judgmental of those companies that don't focus on impact and purpose. So it's I think it's really important this idea of being in, you know environmentally conscious being very aware of one's personal health being you know ensuring that you are have an eye on or or, or helping others uh, far more than we've con been concerned about making money so i think yeah. that that is something that the media is really going to latch on to post corona well they're already doing it right i mean you you, you if again if it, you know, whether you want to call it authenticity or lack thereof, I think people that stand for something and that's, and whatever they stand for is good um, and they mean it and they stand behind it through action will be rewarded with trust. The people that, or the brands that simply are out there without a, a purposeful voice, I think whether it's short term or long term, I think will get lambasted in the media. And again, without naming names, like you sort of see it's it, whether it's brands or also celebrity culture like you're seeing a lot of, of people make the wrong move and right. it's, really, it's really backfiring um you know in 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 the moves that they make so i i think you know one of one of the this is one of the core pillars that we have at, at Neuhaus, which you know when i came into the company about 18 months ago we sat down and, and really looked through what what the company meant to us as employees and as leaders and and we came up with three core values because if you have more than three people don't remember it and and this is you know legitimately what we came up with 18 months ago and i think it will serve us very well both in the middle of this crisis and, and after the crisis which is is curiosity generosity and authenticity and if you have those three things and, and i've added two more at least temporarily which is vulnerability and transparency i, I think if you have those things if you have those things um you know i think uh I think you can really survive. Josh Montauk, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody, thank you for watching. Thank you for the lovely messages. And Josh, I hope I get to see you uh, sooner rather than later. Likewise, it's, it's been a real honor and thank you for your time. It uh, it's, uh, means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Thanks. This podcast is brought to you by A Hotel Life, an award-winning travel website and community founded by Ben Pundell. This episode features Josh Wyatt, CEO, Newhouse.